0: So I'm gonna mute myself here,
1: yes, can you hear me?
0: Yeah, I'm muting you on here too. okay, so now we can see each other
1: we can see each hear, other
0: and, and hear each other. okay, do I sound clear on your end?
1: Yeah, do I sound clear on your end?
0: um it sounds like you're recording a podcast
1: <laughs> uh, like like I'm plugging my nose in a fishbowl, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: swimming, okay. <laughs> Well, maybe down the road someday like we'll have talking like between sexy two Mike. conch
0: shells or something. That's what it sounds like.
1: <laughs> I feel like that is going to be my album cover. You holding up two conch shells saying, "This feels like I'm talking."
0: <laughs> it sounds like I made a <laughs> fishbowl talking. Yeah. It really does. But no, it sounds conch good. Conch shells.
1: Okay. Mm. What are you drinking? White wine, right?
0: A white wine spritz.
1: So what does that entail? What is your spritz? Is it like soda? Perrier. Oh, fancy. Yeah. I, I have a white wine with ice, which is extra trashy. It's but
0: also fancy.
1: We just Ooh, bought it. That glass it is so fancy. Warm. This is my whiskey glass, and now I just drink everything out of it because it feels hella fancy, like so my funny. iced coffee and everything.
0: Dude, you remember buying me this glass?
1: Yes, I do. I love that I glass. Had, I had
0: two of them,
1: and one broke.
0: And one broke, but I love that I, glass. It's still one of my all-time favorite. I love it so much. Oh it's, my gosh. it's hella fancy. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's definitely a one ice cube and some whiskey glass.
0: Yes, it's for like when I'm feeling super fancy, mm. like bougie. bougie.
1: Booge. Um, so, I guess we can tell people what they're listening to now. Oh, yeah. Hi. This is Hi. This is uh, Shane.
0: And this is Dino.
1: Yeah, and this is uh, Clubhouse. Welcome to so, the Clubhouse. <laughs> welcome, y'all. Um, so, we've been talking about this for a while, and I feel like Mostly it's been me talking and then putting off doing it for some reason, which I'm really good at. I have lots of ideas. (laughs) And then when it comes to executing them, it's like, okay, I execute a quarter of them and I need to get better at executing all of them. But It's it's always
0: hard to execute when you have like big ideas all the time. You never know which one you're supposed to pull the trigger on first and When you're really passionate about something, it's hard to figure out uh, exactly how you want it to come out. And sometimes, what I'm, which why I'm so excited to be doing it with you in the first place, is it just feels like organically it's all come together and felt like the right time to sit down and do it. So it's exciting.
1: Yeah, I think things happen as and when they're supposed to, and. I mean, well, so I had a lot you know, of time right now,
0: given the current <laughs> right. state of the world.
1: Right. So if you're listening to this um, in 20 years, uh, if the earth is still a place by then, uh, we're in the midst of a global pandemic and also a world revolution. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is, so... is going to end
0: up in my time capsule for sure
1: this is definitely and um if you don't know Dino and I um I mean we should probably we should probably tell people like how we met or how we know each yeah. other that we yeah i mean this is this, this
0: wanna... is yeah i'll tell i mean i'll tell you like my version <laughs> of it but it's also like the story yeah. of how i know so many people in my life right now um it's yeah. a common theme but um so where do I start? Well, I met you when I first moved to New York in 2011. And I moved to New York in 2011 because um, I met this dude named Jeremiah. He's going to be so mad that I put him on blast on this podcast. But I'm going to.
1: Oh, no, he's coming on the podcast, whether he wants well, to or not. It's tough I'm going to use
0: his full name <laughs> and give you a social security number, too. um i met this dude uh i had a friend who lived in brooklyn and i came to his wedding i met jeremiah at that wedding and then 19 days later i married him Mm -hmm. and three months later i moved uh to new york so i've been here since like that around that thanksgiving of 2011 but i met you i think um either before i moved here or right after i moved here because at the time you and
1: it was right before. right before.
0: You and Jeremiah were both uh-huh. working, I think, freelance for Levi's. Um, are we allowed to say that out loud? I don't know. Um,
1: it doesn't I matter. It's not a secret. Yeah. So you guys were working at <laughs> Levi's.
0: I think Jeremiah was, like, basically working for you, and um, I think, like, the, the course of events was, like, you guys, that job ended or something, and then you were looking for a place Um the apartment right below jeremiah and i opened up and then you moved into the apartment below me and that was when our relationship blossomed um yeah to the point where we were taking open open-mouthed naps on each other's couches <laughs> <laughs>
1: um
0: <laughs> there's photographic evidence
1: we'll, we'll post that on the that's instagram cool. that's gotta be the for first sure. picture
0: on instagram Well, there's a few of them. Yeah,
1: we, there are a few of them and they're very similar, same mouth position, but we have different outfits on. Um, Yeah, uh, of sleeping on the couch. I asked Dino like a week ago, I was like, do you think we should just like can the whole clubhouse idea and call it riveting conversations (laughs) with Dino and Shane and have the picture be like us (laughs) sleeping? Which when you see this picture, you're going to be like, also, we're just really
0: good at falling asleep. Like,
1: yes and like like so okay so let me tell yeah, the, give your that version. from my yeah. side so every yes everything was the same but so i met jeremiah a couple years before dino met him and i had lived in new york not very long when i met him i i i would have to like sit down and do the math and it really doesn't matter but this was like um, 2009 Sam, my boss yeah it had to be around there yeah um so when I first got to New York, I had a freelancing job doing windows um and then it was just a limited contract, and I got my job with Levi's and I actually worked for them i wasn't um just a i wasn't a freelancer Jeremiah was freelancing. but um he yep. was yeah so um <laughs> when i when i took that job sam set me up on like a coffee date with jeremiah because he was wanted me to interview him to be like a freelancer and we had coffee on like 53rd and lex um at just like a starbucks over there and he walked in in his gold johnny boots and you know like in because it was definitely fall you know how in fall he turns into rock and roll jerry Okay, so that <laughs> – <laughs> so he walked in and i like, look like I, – I Did look, he look like that? I, yes, bitch. Yeah. Yes, exactly yeah. like that. That's him. So I turn around and see basically the male version of myself, yeah. which is narcissistic, but we fell in love immediately. It was I like he is – he's the person I think in the world that gets my sense of humor – as much as I get it. You know what I mean? Like I can tell jokes that I know will make him laugh that are so, so niche, but we just have that stupid sense of humor. So anyways, then I, then this little unicorn named Dino comes down from heaven and, um, (laughs) I was in park slope when I moved to y'all's building, Um, and I didn't really like living there. I, I didn't hate it, but that was my first apartment post divorce. So I was just kind of like getting my feet underneath me and figuring out what was next. And the thing that I needed the most in life right then was just my friends to be close because, you know, you gotta, you gotta build yourself back up. You know, we've, (laughs) we've both been been there. there. Um, but yeah, like that time in my life when I lived underneath you guys which is not a euphemism Uh, (laughs) literally legit the favorite time of my life like I mean the hurricane when you and me and Tony were upstairs like for three days watching Homeland
0: I still Tony's
1: leaning out the window screaming at the wind I still look at that video
0: of Tony screaming (laughs) All the time, it's like in my favorite. Um, yes, yeah. that was so fun. Yeah, I mean, imagine just living in a building with your best friend. It's like living out your college <sighs> dorm fantasy yes. all over again. Yes,
1: yes, but you're old enough to to not be like. Just holding each other's hair anymore. No, it's like a deeper friendship than yeah. that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it
0: was beautiful. It was so fun. We have so we did artwork. We did we did like the dumbest shit. It was so fun.
1: Yeah, but it was the thing that was so fun about it is like you guys, whoever got home first, like we always ate dinner together, and like you guys would go get Freddie and bring him upstairs. Freddie was my dog. Um, and yeah, it was like. I don't know if it did feel like a dorm. It felt so. I forgot. I forgot about
0: the fact that dude and peanut, my my two cats, Peanut's gone now, but that she and Freddie had like a love affair.
1: Oh my God. So so peanut, was blind.
0: Yeah. And she also couldn't hear.
1: And she would just walk in circles a lot, but she would turn, man, she would turn those circles. She looked good. She had
0: a good turning radius. She, like <laughs> she her, her,
1: her, oh, it's an O-turn. Oh, 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 it's an oh,
0: turn Yeah, she, she was, oh. her turning radius was really tight.
1: And then she would sit on the cable box and sleep because it was warm. Yeah. Oh.
0: <laughs>
1: Peanut was, the, she was the shit. She was so cool. Yeah. But her and Freddie, Freddie didn't care about cats. Like, he wouldn't chase them or whatever. But when he met Peanut, it's he like. Fell in love. They were, they fell in love and they would lay next to each other. And the pictures that we have of us falling asleep on the couch, Peanut is sleeping on your chest. Freddie is sleeping on my chest. And both of us are trying to catch flies with our.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Whoever was taking those photos was hateful, but thank you so much. Hateful.
1: But thank you, Jeremiah. Thank you,
0: Jeremiah.
1: <laughs> or or Tony, it could have been either, either one of those. Totally frankly. same sense yeah, of humor. Either too. one of those too. Yeah. That that is true. Like, uh, the four of us had such fun banter because, like, we each had our own little friendship with each other. Yeah. You know, so you have all these different jokes, but then you have jokes as a group. And gosh, I, I miss
0: that time so much. Sometimes. You know, like, it's fun. I still talk to you every single day. There's, it's not like, and even, you know, um, all of the other stuff that kind of transpired since then was also good for us. Um, Mm -hmm. Moving out of the apartment was good for you. Like you had, you went back to Portland, I think right afterwards. So it was like all the things kind of that happened from there was, was really beautiful. Me getting to know you at that time was also how, um, I got invited to come with you guys to Palm Springs for the first time. Yeah, which is how I learned about Bar Three for the first time, which is like yes. the reason why I do what I do today is because of all. Oh. Like honestly, it traces all back to that time we spent together in the apartment downstairs, which I think is so fascinating and also, uh, like th- magical. You know what I mean? Because.
1: It's so magical. I,
0: I became who I am today because of that time we got to spend together, which is weird, but also awesome.
1: I, I have such distinct memories from, so like I remember because I flew in from Portland and you were flying in from New York um, to go to Coachella that year. And I got in early because at LAX, my least favorite airport on earth, the car rental is, like, way the F out of Dodge. Like, it's you, you have to go pick up the car, and it takes a while. So while I was waiting for you to land, I went and got the car so I could just drive up and pick you up. So we could, like, get our in and out, get on the road, and start partying. And I remember I picked you up. I don't know why. I, first of all, my outfit was so, like, I mean vacation but almost on the borderline of like girl like (laughs) do you remember when i was wearing those like rascal trousers that were all
0: with like a loose tank top
1: with like a loose tank top and a and like a flip-flop yeah like but
0: (laughs) hello it was so not
1: me hella palm springs but so like i'm a yeah not that's not generally your look no, I'm a band T-shirt or Mickey Mouse T-shirt, possibly with holes in it, and a short or an or a pant or a or a legging. Which because because we work at, you know and we you do were, fitnessy stuff. You I were don't.
0: kind of that way also. Like your style, all obviously has evolved over the years, but like for sure oh, yes, that thanks. was like still how you would describe it back then too.
1: Okay. Right. Th- yeah, but then it's funny because when I wear stuff like that like um because my mom is like that so my mom dresses very very cute but she she like um she does like outfits which I love like you know she has a whole head-to-toe look and it's like very purchased to wear together one thing 100 and but then she's got her accessories from like you know and she's just fire so when I dress vacationy if I don't stick to my aesthetic and I, I go, like, I get a vacation outfit, I never wear it. It's just – it's or I'll wear it one time and be like, why the fuck did I buy this? This is so not me. I have
0: a closet <laughs> full of dumb shit like that too. Trust me. Like, you put me at Zara and you find me a matching top and short, I'm going to buy them yes! and wear them one time and never wear them again for sure.
1: And never wear them again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I can, I, yeah, exactly. That's why. Maybe it's just getting older, and you're like, "Hey, I'm just gonna wear what I want."
0: Yeah. Also, I, I don't... at this point, like the things that I wear the most now. I love where we're we just went on a completely random ass tangent. We we're gonna get I love it. we're gonna get back to our story of how we met, but. Yeah, But the stuff that I like the most in my closet now is shit that I've had, like, since the Jeremiah era in my life. Like, the, yes. the t-shirts that are, like, 10 years old now. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, that's the stuff that I want to wear the most, the things that I gravitate to the most, which I is it, probably yes. the same thing for you, too.
1: It is, 100%. And um, those – call me a freak or whatever, but, like, those items of – stored, like, love (laughs) for me. Like, those Alexander Wang long sleeves, those, like, linen-y ones that you gave me, I wore the striped one until it fell off of my body. She tried to make it a handkerchief. I tried to make a handkerchief and it fell apart in the wash and I had to get rid of it, but Dino gave me, like, three more. It's just these... It's the
0: i that um, he got
1: when he worked at Jeffrey.
0: I'm taking right? you right now back in time because so, oh my God, th- God, I'm th- so those excited. of you who are listening don't know this, but we're, uh, we're watching each other over zoom while we record this. But so I, I showed you that picture of Jeremiah. I was like, is this what you're talking about? So this is the, sh- yes. this is the shirt that he <gasps> had on in that photo.
1: Oh. It's an old
0: Eero women's t-shirt. And like, I still
1: still wear it it
0: to this day. It's been bleached out more, so it's a different color. Jeremiah obviously bleached it, but like, I still wear it. And when I wear it, oh man, you know?
1: Yeah. It fills my
0: heart um, up in that way that you were just saying.
1: Yes. Yes. I think I can still smell him on it. That is okay. So, the thing about that group of friends. Oh, my God, I hear a mosquito. Oh, I'm going to get you. Sorry, I got distracted. We leave the back doors open right now because it's warm. But you know that sound when there's a mosquito in your house? It's like... like, Because it's flying in your ear. In your ear, exactly. Okay, so the thing about Jeremiah and, like, he's just a magical dude, you know? And, like, the friends from that time are very magical people. And it's like silly shit. Like I, it's a um, Oshkosh Bagosh like train conductor stripe jacket. And then in the pocket, this is from when Jer lived at the place before the place you're in now, which was that weird basement like apartment that had that. What was the name of that
0: street? Uh, I don't
1: know. I can't remember. He would definitely. I should text him. He would know. You text it's, them. Uh, what, you'll think oh, yeah, of it. I'll think of it. But uh, he put... Cumberland. Like uh, Cumberland. That's it. Yes. Nice. <laughs> he, he put like one of those little fabric kind of cloths for the kitchen that's like, this, like a little bit smaller than a washcloth. I don't know. This was a weird thing for me when I moved to New York. I had never seen that kind of washcloth. I'd only ever gone like sponge. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's like you get that wet and like do dishes with it. So he put it in my pocket when I was leaving the house because we were having kind of an we'll say an intense conversation, an emotion conversation. And I was a little bit teary eyed, but he pushed it in my pocket. Like, so I'd have something for my walk home and it's still in that fucking pocket. I love that. I, and I, every time I reach in that pocket, I kind of forget, and then I just touch it, and I'm like, "Oh, love you." Ugh. I know it's little things. It's Don't like, make me email. yeah, my little, my little pinky ring that you gave me, my Mickey Mouse ring. Every second I look at it, I'm like, oh, <laughs> "Wait!" Love but you. I seriously,
0: that's, and I think that's kind of, um, I think we'll get to that too, which is the whole idea of the clubhouse too, is like. What do you what do you surround yourself with in your day to day life that makes you uh, feel those warm and fuzzies, or that reminds you, or that makes you feel home?
1: That's exactly it. That's like we have those all segue. over the
0: place, right? Like little things, yeah. like the first my first ever.
1: Um, oh my god, Madonna cassette,
0: cassette of immaculate collection <gasps> that I keep on my desk.
1: <laughs> oh. My God. See, that is the thing. So okay, so like the whole the the spelling of it, uh H-U-I-S, that's Dutch. So if you guys don't know, I live in Amsterdam and I just also I like the way it looked. It almost <laughs> so looks like why you spelled it that way. Club huis. huis. <laughs> but it's just house. <laughs> um but the like for somebody like me, like I mean, when I think of a clubhouse, I think of the playhouse that my sister and I had up and that was like my favorite place because it felt like my own apartment and I could be out there alone and feel like it was mine. Like I had this little property and I could hang whatever I wanted inside of it. And I remember this picture my sister made that was a, a pencil drawing of Darth Vader and she's she's good at drawing. And this was when she was like 11 and we hung it up in there and I was, always sit and be like, oh, wow like that's so cool like (laughs) I know but it's like um when when I did the bar club like Camaro bar club just sounded like the best name and it also made sick merch but I love the feeling of a club and like community and and a clubhouse like that one with my sister and then when I was going to open the next studio that that never was to be, which we'll get into at a much later date. Um, I was going to call that clubhouse. And then the more I kind of like investigated it, I was like, no, this is like different than that. This is like a feeling and a, and a thing. So yeah, it's just about like, like for somebody who moves around a lot or has until the last, I mean, we've been in Amsterdam five years, but um, before that, I moved 20 times in 40 years. I mean, that's a shitload. Yeah. <laughs> and like certain things fall through the cracks, then you get rid of them and you're like, whatever, okay. But like people ask all the time, like the art in our house that has gone through like two international moves, like four cross country moves. Yeah. And that stuff that stays with you it's for a reason and it's because it reminds you of whatever happiness or it's, you know, that's, and it's not like, I'm not like a Marie Kondo kind of gal. Like I don't need to like squeeze something and go, does this bring me joy? Because I like Tim Gunn said, um, I don't agree with that because I have a thesaurus at my house, which I need and I don't grab it and get any joy from it. I was like, yes, Tim Gunn, (laughs) but it's that kind of, Thing where, like, in my perfect clubhouse, like, my friends are there, obviously. Um, probably Dark Side of the Moon is playing my favorite record. Duh. Um, it probably smells like Palo Santo. Um, there might be a Nintendo in there. Like, the music's off the chain. Like, there's probably multiple rooms where there's music going on, so you can pick your vibe. Um, yeah, and it, yeah, that's like, and then that items of clothing I have that ripped up like striped shirt that fell off my body because I wore it too much uh and then that little thing in my pocket from Jer and I've got a ring on from my mom and like you know like that is like the perfect nirvana yeah like tell me yours um
0: I mean I think a lot of it is the same way like I one of the things that I wear uh all the time is a ring that i got from jeremiah we had wedding rings made from the same jewelry designer that i ended up i lost my wedding ring um at a pool uh, um and that never that never went over very well um and but this is a ring that i got from jeremiah that like i still wear to this day and you know jeremiah and i have like ebbed and flowed with our um with our connection with each other but um so but i always a piece of him is always somewhere close by but yeah but more recently though um you know the things that are around me today what's in my clubhouse today well there's definitely a room where terminator 2 is playing 24 hours a day
1: (laughs) okay wait pause (laughs) so when um so the music that led into the pod. Um, I did <laughs> with like okay. So I never okay. <laughs> it's like how much of this do you get in how many tangents do we We're go on? on so many, but tell me. We're on so many. Wait, tell okay, me. So like while I was if it doesn't making work, you that, could
0: always cut it out.
1: <laughs> I was like sending Dino these like voice notes, like, okay, can you say this to me? And it was like asking him weird questions and he's probably like, What is this for? Like what are you even asking about? And then I like was like, Okay, listen to this. And I sent him the music and <laughs> it's like the T one thousands in my clubhouse. <laughs> it's true
0: though. I mean, yo I know. Listen, the day that I was able to find a um vintage Terminator two T shirt, I yes. so swiftly Brought that shit up to the counter and was like, please take my $40. Please give me this t-shirt because that movie was, as you know, monumental in my development as a gay dude. Because I was like, first of all, I love action movies because my dad likes action. We connected on that kind of shit. But like... I had the biggest fucking crush on John Connor and like yeah. I could justify going to see the movie because it was like action-packed Terminator and, and I yeah. had a crush on John Connor and like my dad was okay with taking me to the movie six times because I was like action it was just a whole a, a whole world I had created for myself um I even like grew my hair out to look like John Connor at one point but we we'll talk about some other time um
1: that's We'll put the video up of you quoting it when you were here. I mean, dude, I just
0: know. (laughs) I have never known a movie so intimately. Like, if you threw (laughs) on a scene and put it on mute, I would just dictate it for you, as you know.
1: Folks, I've seen it firsthand. It's a a beautiful thing, and it's like performance I
0: will watch it after this, just because it's been a few weeks. (laughs) and um you wet my whistle and i feel like i need to i need to watch it again but um other shit in my clubhouse well i also think that there's like a room where um madonna bedtime stories um and madonna yes. erotica like the just that 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 era of madonna 90s nostalgia brings back um a lot of good stuff yes. for me um oh man like what else is in my clubhouse
1: I definitely have a roller rink with like wow. Sylvester playing on a loop, and maybe Donna Summer.
0: What's your favorite? What's your favorite smell? You said you, your Palo Santo <sighs> is like what you think. Palo
1: Santo's up there. Um, I love the scent that I wear. I wear Santal, um, cannabis Santal, thirty three oh, La okay. oh, remember that time? Okay, this is the weird thing. So <laughs> when I bought that, like. It lasts forever. So like, I don't know, two years ago. Yeah. And then I bought one last Christmas. So like one one a year basically. Um, when I went into the shop, you know how they'll like put your name on the label? Yeah. Okay. Which is like, who gives a fuck? Like, do you need to have it? Okay. But the the label that they had printed out right before mine that he picked up because somebody had left a label in the make in the like printer. Yeah. He picked it up and just without looking, peeled it off and put it around. And then he looked at it and he was like, oh, that's not your label. That says Dino. And I was like, what? <laughs> and so I was like, please leave that. He goes, but don't you want your name on it? I go, just cut my piece out and put it on the other side because that is the funniest thing. So I had, yeah, I had Stop your name it. on the other side. From my- yes. Isn't that, that weird? Yeah. Yeah. I know. Also, Fine there's like two was... people on
0: the planet named Dino. I'm related to both of them, so like, that's legit. That's random. Um, wait. Okay. I wanna. I wanna get back to what's in my clubhouse. Um.
1: Yes. 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 Um, yes. Wait. What did you ask me? You said, "What is your oh
0: favorite scent?" Yeah, because the reason why the reason oh, why I I, I, mean, a- I asked there. you that is because Palo Santo is definitely, which is, can can I just make a caveat and say that like our houses smelled like Palo Santo before Palo Santo hit.
1: Palo Santo was the thing. <laughs> was,
0: like bastardized. And now it's like, now it's used as like, Oh, I don't even know. People just like fan it around. Like it's like, a, like, right. it's, like it's room deodorizer. Um, right. But I actually prefer the smell of sweet grass over, over palo santo so if you're out there and you are like someone who likes to smudge or whatever and you don't want to use sage and you don't want to use palo santo because i know some people have like visceral reactions to those smells um i love sweet grass yeah i think my my room would um, smell like that
1: pine oh yeah cedar Cedar.
0: burn really well yeah any of that kind of stuff cedar reminds me of this family that i grew up with tangent off tangent off tangent but this family they built this beautiful house in the woods and it, it the house itself smelled like cedar so like when Ugh. i smell like it almost enveloped all of their clothing too so like when they were around yes. it was always like i just oh, smelled like a,
1: dream. It was a
0: dream
1: god yes that's for, so the creative director that i worked for at Lucky Brand 100 years ago, Renee Holguin, um, and then worked for at Levi's. He is one of my favorite he, – he's, like, not even a person. He's just magic. He's, like, creative incarnate. He's just so – he's just – it's, like, he could – I just – he has, he'd do no wrong in my book. I adore him. And I got so many good pieces of advice from working with him like things that he uses as staples in his like designing life and stuff and he has a brand now called rth that's out of it's on la cienega in hollywood and he just makes really beautiful leather goods like repurposed clothing he has scents and stuff but renee whenever you get within five feet you can
0: smell his whole everything
1: he puts on that Comet Attractor beam and you're like getting sucked toward the Death Star that smells so good. Like yes. he smells amazing and he gives the best hugs and you're like, oh my I God. I would eat you. I have, I'm gone. I'm tra- I Trapped. Have- I am away on another planet and I don't want to come back.
0: What is that? Like, it's probably a mix of a bunch of things. It's like, it's not a bunch of different (laughs) Yeah. It's like shit that he burned that morning, plus things that he put on his body, like minus some other things, plus some other things. Yeah. Yeah. I love all that. I mean, I think that's, so one of the things I think, um, that getting back to the whole clubhouse idea cuz i just i feel like people um want clarity around like what what clubhouse actually is um yeah so i feel like the texture of life is kind of like what the clubhouse is it's like what what is around you um in terms of like the smells the sounds the feels that like make life intoxicating
1: yeah oh my god what are you fucking bill shakespeare over there you know what i mean though i feel like that's brilliant the
0: fabric of like what intoxicates you about life like there are things that like take you a smell can take you into a different a a song can take you there a, a a shirt can take you there a a visual can take you there it's all those things that like are just so intoxicating about life
1: I remember one this is like definitely in winter because we were we were pretty we, we had like coats on for sure but Tony and I went to see um, oh my god I'm having a total brain fart now war paint okay we went, do, do you know them yeah. it's like all girls so like witchy trippy amazing music kind of spooky yeah. um, so we got like dressed up. And went to see Warpaint, and they and they were amazing. And then afterwards, um, like a friend of mine who was a friend of my guitar players from my band, we had we had just been chatting because she was taking some photos of us, um, like when we played shows. But she was dating the dude that owns "What Goes Around Comes Around," mm-hmm. um, and. Or is it just called What Goes Around? Um, I don't remember. Is it called What Goes Around? Not What Comes Around?
0: Now I'm confused. but
1: I don't remember. The place is on West Broadway with all the amazing vintage. So they invited us over. They were having a couple people over and just drinking wine, whatever. So we were like, yeah, let's go, whatever. And his apartment was so major. And not in the way where it's like modern, like wall street oh it was so textural and like velvet fainting couches and like beautiful rugs and floor to ceiling bookcases like experience it was an experience and we like listened to the rolling stones on vinyl and we danced in the living room but like it was very 60s and very like it was just such an experience and and like Um, I like non-pretentious people that party that way that aren't trying to be something. They actually are that. That's
0: what what intoxicates them. Like, and they they just invited you into it. They're like, I like to play records at home on the speaker system. It makes me feel good. Yeah, And they invite you into it. You're just like, fuck. Yes. That's it.
1: That like is a perfect segue into, um, (laughs) into our 20 questions right. that we're going to play. Um, so just because you said that intoxicating and they invited you into their, like, you know, all that. Um, what's like the weirdest thing you do when you're alone?
0: Um, Weirdest thing I do when I'm
1: alone. I mean, you live alone, yeah. but like,
0: you know, I think wh- I, I hear, um, I hear what you're saying. I think the weirdest thing that people may might interpret as weird is that i um i love and have always loved the idea of adolescence and have always kind of romanticized the idea of adolescence so one of the strengths strange things that I do on my own when I'm alone is I watch (laughs) Disney movies. (laughs) (laughs) Like I watch movies that are made for kids. Uh, What's your
1: favorite one?
0: I I don't even know if I have a favorite one. Um, I really, so as a kid growing up, we didn't watch Disney movies. My, My parents are both Italian immigrants. So my life, as a young child was like way different we didn't watch disney movies but for some reason they give me a childlike comfort now uh-huh. um so like everything from i mean new shit like moana uh-huh. to uh-huh. old stuff like um like <laughs> beauty and the beast to older stuff like snow white <laughs> like i just Uh, sometimes like that's what I need to watch uh, at night before I go to bed or it needs to be like the last thing that I see before I go to bed it gives me comfort like I'll put on I have colored Christmas lights that I hung in my bedroom just for shits and giggles and so like I'll put those on and put on like a Disney movie and like I just fall asleep in in such peace.
1: I think we're really similar in that way. Like we're, we're both very entertained by stupid things. And like, um, like if you handed us a sprinkled donut and like put on a Disney movie, we'd be like, yay. I'm
0: I'm good. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I just feel like um, for whatever reason, it transports me to a simpler time and place. Yeah. Even if it's just like yes. for that brief, for that brief moment. You know what I mean?
1: Yes. I do know what you I mean. I don't know.
0: Um, wait, so can I ask you a question?
1: Yes. Uh, wait, I want to tell you the weird thing I do when oh, yeah, I'm alone. Wait, I want to know your answer. To like, yeah. I just know because only because I have a good answer for this, because cause I really do do this. I have, um, I have,
0: I have no doubt.
1: So, <laughs> when it it hasn't happened in a while because ben has been ben's my husband um he's been in lockdown so he's not traveling obviously um but when he goes out of town for like usually business trips are like i don't know 2 days 3 days whatever but i always like my food budget goes extra far cuz since he he's like traveling i get to use all the food budget for myself which is lit yeah because then i'm like ooh, okay tonight i'm gonna have a bottle of red wine and gummy bears and tomorrow you know i'll have granola for breakfast and then i think okay i'm gonna eat healthy and then i'm like wine and gummy bears
0: because you can just um, you can just eat whatever <laughs> you want without being like
1: okay Right, like where where you're like, oh, okay, what are we going to do for dinner tonight or whatever? It's just like, okay, so then I will have my whatever I'm eating for dinner. I mean, grilled cheese, like, this is how I lived when I was single because, I mean, when Ben moved in with me in Portland, I still had the stickers on my oven and i was storing like shoes in there cuz i just i never cooked. Yeah, though exactly. Do you know just hold up gummy a bears six, and now i a jealous. 6
0: pound bag of gummy bears just to show <laughs> yes. you that i am on the same See? wavelength. on the page. <laughs> yes.
1: Exactly. So then i get chopsticks out of the drawer and i have a playlist on Spotify that is songs that i like to air drum to. And I air drum with chopsticks <laughs> in the kitchen. <laughs> uh, I <yeah>. literally
0: cannot.
1: <laughs> I literally cannot. Yeah, and it's like it's really good drumming songs I like a, "Easy Lover." A playlist by Collins. that
0: I like to air drum to. I mean,
1: oh yeah, yeah. It's called air drumming.
0: That's just <laughs> some. I mean,
1: that is something else. <laughs> I also have a playlist called Turbo Slut. <laughs> <laughs> These are
0: sex songs, I would assume.
1: Um, yeah, they're on the sexier side, but my sex—well, see, it depends, because like that could go anywhere from. It depends on what kind of sex. Yeah, like, it for could sure. be Sade, It could be Erica Badu. It could, it could be get nasty. Like early weekend stuff oh, was real, like good. Yes. Yeah, but then. There's also like, I like, um, like Queens of the Stone Age for that kind of, you know, like, yeah, I remember, um, like, my husband's not like a big rocker. Um, I mean, you know this, I'm saying my husband for the listeners. Um, (laughs) And I'm, I like all music. Like, I mean, there's some stuff that I don't like, but I'm pretty, my it's all, it's taste kind of all goes over across. Place. Yeah, it goes across many genres. Yeah. Um, But I was in a, I was, I had been in many rock bands and I was in an ACDC um, cover band tribute band for years. It, and that's why Jeremiah I, got that tattoo, right? yes yes um because i yeah it's and that that was so much fun and we had the best time but like yeah he we went to see queens of the stone age at um coachella because they were like on the stage right before whoever was next that we wanted to see and i love them and he had never heard them live and i was like they rule like come on this is gonna be amazing he loved it and he didn't no he didn't really dig it but i said i go i think you need to like listen to the records because he likes i got him into the black keys and i think that the the less hard stuff by queens he would really dig like the more deserty kind of yeah 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 i think josh's voice is so good like i love the way he sings it's so good anyway that's getting hella specific but um Okay. Wait. This, you, you were saying, I, wa- I wanna ask you I wanna <laughs>
0: ask you a question though. Um what is uh like one thing that everyone should try uh at least one time in life?
1: Okay. Um mushrooms. Yeah <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, at least one time. Like I mean, I remember my first time, I I remember my second time, I remember almost every time because if you, I got like a little pep talk before I did it the first time because I worked at Disneyland and I was at a house party and everybody left except for like six of us and we ate mushrooms with like a, like Wonder Bread and peanut butter to try and mask the taste of shit.
0: It really does taste um, like manure. They can taste manure. like they taste like it's actual cow
1: shit, literal shit. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, uh, they said you have to not fight it, and I didn't really understand what that meant because I had only started smoking weed. Like, I mean, I've smoked weed for a long time, so this feels like a long time ago. It kind of, it actually was a long time yeah. ago. Um, but they said, if you fight it, you'll have a bad trip. And I was like, oh, okay. So just like, they're like, if you feel weird, just giggle with it. Like, just let it roll and let the emotions go. And I was like, cool. Okay. And that was the best advice. Cause I've only ever had one bad trip on mushrooms and it was cause I was fighting it and I was like trying to control everything. And it's like, you just gotta just giggle and let it be fun and silly. And like, I've never laughed
0: more in your life. Hard.
1: Oh my God. It's like, you get these giggles that are so cathartic and you it's just like like everything's so silly
0: i just think i think what's fun about um uh psychedelics that are sort of on the where you can kind of control the experience to some degree because you know lsd and mushrooms are way different animals yes um and what you're saying about mushrooms being um, more on the giggly side, I think, is what I, uh, attracts me to that more so. But I think what is so fun about it is in the moment, you feel like you're having brilliant insight after brilliant insight after brilliant yeah. insight about, like, just really simple shit.
1: You're on the cutting edge. You're just like,
0: holy shit these are all this stuff is so fantastical to you um and it can just feel um that is just i don't know super fun and i've actually can i be honest i don't think i've ever had a bad trip because i always um know that what is happening ends eventually
1: Yeah, oh, totally. You know,
0: like even in the moment, if I've ever had a moment of like, um, you know, because when you're on a drug like mushrooms and it's like, you know, you're on it for four hours or however long the high lasts, it's like no matter what happens during that four hours, um, you're on your high. So like you you can't just like make it stop. So, yeah let's hope that during the experience I've never, I've never had anything like monumentally bad happen, but other, yeah. otherwise it just, it, I feel like what what's so fun about it is just like hearing sounds for the first time, uh, like seeing um, colors for the first, it's real simple shit, but it can be yeah. so, um, it can be so fun as a release. And I, I, I totally think that you're right. I think, mushrooms is a a good answer for that
1: the best mushroom trip i ever had was in jamaica and this dude made mushroom tea that was so lit and he was like had this jerk chicken stand outside of the place i was staying and it was way better food than the resort had so we just go out there and sit and have this amazing food and chat to this guy and then um got this mushroom tea the first night I went like easy on it and then went to dinner, was at dinner and was like listening to this music that was really kind of faint. Like it wasn't turned up that loud at the restaurant and people were chatting. So it's like, you know, you've got the music, but then with the hurrah, 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 hurrah noise of people talking and I'm like squinting and kind of leaning forward, trying to hear, you know, cause I was, I was like, I swear to God, this is dark side of the moon, but reggae. And so I instantly got super pumped and I asked the server. I was like, Hey, is this Reggae Pink Floyd? Like hoping that I'd be able to go see a show of this band. And he is like the cutest guy. He goes, yeah, man, Reggae Pink Floyd. And he's like Dark Side of the Moon. I was like, yes, dude. Fuck yeah. Can I go see them? And he's like, no, they're from Brooklyn. I was like, of course they're from Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. It's a band called Easy Star All-Stars and they do um they do cover records so they did Dark Side of the Moon called Dub Side oh, of the Moon shit. and it's all reggae. Dope. They did um I think it's Kid A, Radiohead, Love that album. um Thriller. Thriller, Sgt. Pepper's, like just a bunch of epic albums but they do them all reggae and they're so talented and like that record, Dub Side of the Moon. I probably play once a week, usually when I'm cleaning, because it's great background music. Um, Yeah, that I I don't even remember how we started talking about... Oh, mushrooms. Mushrooms. (laughs) Look
0: look (laughs) at us. Look at us go.
1: I thought I was... Yeah, I thought I was on mushrooms and just hearing things, but no. All right, hit me with your next question. Okay. Um, So if you were a baked good, what kind of baked good would you be? I would
0: be a, a simple fucking glazed donut
1: with no frills. nothing glazed I donut. just
0: want a motherfucking glazed donut
1: like crisp cream or Dunkin like, Donuts. No. I
0: don't care I just want like okay. a. I okay. want a fluffy ass made this morning uh-huh t- made this morning regular ass warm
1: do you sure. want warm yes
0: that's even okay. sexier okay how about you
1: <laughs> uh donut yes but I you want, want sprinkles a, and shit. I want a sprinkle donut, and it has to be the um, vanilla frosting with the rainbow sprinkles or vanilla frosting with the chocolate sprinkles. <laughs> but I don't like chocolate frosting. Oh. It, and it has to be a spud nut made with potato flour because then it has a slightly crispy outside and a cakey inside. And then that delicious frosting and sprinkle combination is heaven oh. on earth okay. in my okay. house.
0: Um, wow, that was very oddly specific, and hella specific. And I'm hungry for one of those right now. Yeah. Um, okay, wait. I want to, everyone to know what your zodiac sign is.
1: Uh, I'm a Virgo. Um, a Virgo, Pisces, Cancer. If you put me all together, I have to look this yeah. up. Yeah. You. <laughs> I haven't. You're an Aries. I'm an Aries,
0: <laughs> but hold on. I have it written down somewhere because I can never remember. Okay. My rising is Taurus and my moon is Virgo.
1: Oh my God. No
0: idea what any that means.
1: I mean, we can break that down on another episode. Yeah. That sounds like a, a different, like, K hole that we're going to get into. I mean,
0: we have so many <laughs> K holes. It's it become so apparent in this last hour. All
1: right. Uh, um, Okay, what phrase or word do you overuse? Oh,
0: God, you know, I was trying to give this question some thought, and <laughs> it's really
1: okay, it's... team. <laughs> team!
0: Yo, I say team. so many times when i'm teaching that it's almost retarded and and i can say retarded because my brother is so if anybody has a problem with that go fuck yourself
1: um don't send us i don't want i don't want your letter
0: i've earned my right so i say team and i wonder sometimes what i said before team
1: you definitely never said ladies. Never. I would have never. I hate I hate that. Yo. Hate Yo. it. Ugh. Yo, I'll t- there's
0: 500 reasons why I hate that, but yes, I never I never said ladies. And to be honest with you, I'll be no. my the, the real real about team is that um you know as an instructor, you have people that inspire you and yes. I took a class with CJ. And she said Love her. Love love her. Said team and I adopted it and it's become like my most overused word now.
1: I love it. I gotta though. find a
0: replacement I mean, for it at some point.
1: But also it's it's better than calling people like, hey jerks. You know? Yes.
0: Yes. Oops. But also as a collective, there's gotta be a when you rely too heavily on one word, you're like,
1: I don't think that's a crutch word though. That's an address. Like that you're addressing a group. I, and it always sounds genuine, which is I, th- I think like one of the big measures of teachers for me is like, I'm very sensitive to taking classes with people that sound fake. Cause it makes, I don't trust them immediately. And I hate yeah. that.
0: Do you, so wait, so yes, I agree. Do you have a crutch word?
1: I'm sure I have a hundred. I mean, um, I say now, like when I'm about to give my next cue, I'll say um, now put your right foot. Like it's like, I disagree with that. It's like,
0: I would say, I would say (laughs) your, I would say your word is yeah. With a question mark.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah
0: yeah 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 that's your that's but also like if you didn't do it like i'd be like where where is it
1: yeah it's it's yeah and then my eyebrows go up like (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) i think the thing like the the reason why i love your classes again we're just this podcast the new name is called tangent (laughs) and just get into it just get into it um (laughs) <laughs> just get into it because listen basically Dino and I are making the podcast that we would want to listen to yes so selfishly selfishly I
0: love a rambling I love a rambling play. Like, I, I, everyone Ugh. like they always so my, I love my favorite murder and they ramble for the first like 20 minutes and they're always talking about it. the people who like skip the rambling part I'm like I skip the back part I only listen for the rambling listen to the ramble. yeah. I don't care <laughs> so about your just,
1: favorite murder I we wanna, cut like, the topic I just want Yeah, we cut the topic out completely. (laughs) We're just rambling. Oh my god. Yes. I need to change the opening music to be a country song called Ramble. Oh my God. Changed immediately. Um let's see. If you were a Barbie doll, this is like one of my favorite questions to ask people. What head-to-toe look would you come in? Like, what would you be in the box in? Um. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I would be pre- I would be preppy Ken.
1: So preppy. Um, Possibly a stripy sweater. I would have. Well,
0: like, I I would say like, not like if you're thinking preppy as though like. I'm like Nantucket preppy. Go no, go, fuck yourself. No, no,
1: no. You're you're like tan Air Force One. I'm like a straight leg jean in a in a good like not cream but not tan somewhere in the middle with that multicolored stripy sweater that is amazing and like a white t shirt underneath it with those aviators I gave you. Like I'm
0: imagine, imagine a Neapolitan gentleman. So, like, in my mind's eye, this is what my Ken, my Ken would look like. He would be called um, Maurizio. And, oh, my goodness. Yeah, and he would have, like, navy blue, um, like, trousers on that are cropped at the bottom with, like, a uh-huh. slick loafer on with some dope yes. sunglasses, a, sh- a shirt yeah. that's unbuttoned way past the center of my chest um, with hairy chest like a little bit out sleeves rolled up a gold bracelet on really? um and i would smell like fucking italian royalty
1: bring it to the runway that's what
0: my that's what my barbie would look like how about yours
1: that i buy just <laughs> sold <laughs> sold you had me at hairy chest i was like yes um let's see Mine would be in these one very particular Levi's that I have that I've had for a thousand years. And it is just the best fitting pair of black jeans that are like worn to shreds. No holes, but like worn, right? And they're not a legging because they're not totally tight on my leg, but they're not not a legging because they're not... Like a boot cut, no, no, or a stove cut. They're just like a rock and roll cut. Like they're perfect. So those jeans with my red and gold Rodarte boots, um, a Mickey Mouse t-shirt in black, and my black leather jacket. I can see it. And some form of eyewear, depending upon if it's day or night, would would denote what the shade of the lens would be. We both know that I have a huge issue with hoarding
0: eyewear yes I have my favorite <laughs> pair of sunglasses is one of your pair of sunglasses
1: <laughs> I like I have the worst vision and so most of my glasses are also prescription so I really have to love them but I also love a good pair of cheap sunglasses and I'm not mad at it
0: yeah yeah wait also the ones that I, I took from you were like a 10 dollar pair of H&M sunglasses they're the coolest pair of sunglasses that I own
1: Hello. I have a pair of just, like, John Lennon-style circle glasses that were from H&M that I got for, like, a nickel, and I love them. I'm not mad at it. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. There's certain ones that you get because the shape is iconic, and you spend a little more money on those, like a Ray-Ban or whatever. Like, I have... When when Rodarte did that co- collection with opening ceremony, I went apeshit. I loved that collection. I bought two pair of boots. I have four pairs of sunglasses. That was just like, that spoke to me so much. I was like, this is who I am. Yeah. This collection. Those brocade boots. That is me as an article of clothing. Yeah. Like those are disgusting. Yeah. I love them. I love those h H&M, and I love
0: those H&M uh, collabos.
1: No, no, this one was collabed this was Rodarte for opening ceremony. Oh, opening ceremony. Those boots oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, yeah, yeah. Yes. And those sunglasses, that they were like Roy Orbison kind of base. But that that collection was like one of my favorites of all time ever down boots. Would your like,
0: Barbie doll have any headwear?
1: It's questionable. I feel like my Barbie doll is like half, like my neck down is a Barbie doll. And from my head up, it's that Play-Doh um, like hair studio <laughs> that was called Mop Top Flop Shop. Where and you, you can, pull like, it down
0: and yeah. the hair pops out.
1: <laughs> the hair pops out and then you can just cut it to whatever Shane hair you have. Because usually we know it's either like shaved or crazy blonde wild or you it's know so i don't leave it I'm one way for too long
0: weird moment of deja vu i have yes a dream of um you it had to have been last night or the night before where you uh re-dyed your hair brown
1: i did that like two weeks ago yeah. three weeks in ago. my in my dream but only though. for like 48 hours because i didn't like it yeah
0: in my dream though it was I, it's all coming back to me now. It's weird. I had a dream where it was, a it was about you changing your hair color back to brown. It's so weird.
1: Isn't that a share song? <laughs> coming <laughs> back,
0: back to me to now. Me now. <laughs> okay, wait. If we're going to, let's get, okay, let's get through these questions.
1: Okay. Yeah. Cause we're going to have like a nine hour it's podcast. Seriously.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to blow through these. Okay. I want to know. Yes. And if you don't have an answer to this question, you don't have to.
1: Okay. Just
0: okay. Out of curiosity. Um, What do you hate? Is there a question that you hate being asked?
1: This is so easy. I can answer this in two seconds. I hate being asked what my tattoos mean or how many I have. Because first of all, really, how much time you got? First of all, you want me to explain all of these and you want me to go one by one? Do you want me to use a laser pointer? Like, and I'm not trying to be a dick, but I'm somebody who's pretty thoughtful about what I ask people because I don't like I'm. If if I don't ask you, it's because I don't I don't care. <laughs> you know what I that? mean? Like, you know, how about that? Sorry, I'm a Virgo, and I sometimes give, I'm just direct. But it's the best way to be. Like, yeah. don't beat around the bush. I'm just you know whatever. Doesn't mean I don't love you. It just means like it might not be on the top of my priorities list. Also, you don't really want to know that. You're just asking me that for the sake of conversation, which we don't even really need to have. Also, I don't count my tattoos. I lost count a long long time ago and I I think there's there's no kind of person who like
0: counts your tattoos that's weird like I (laughs) I don't know I don't even have that many and I don't know I mean
1: I I, got some of them when I was drunk I have some that are like really deep inside jokes and it would take me forever to explain and I don't know like get no some of them have reasons some of
0: them don't you know
1: and oh yeah, and a lot of them don't. A lot of them are wackadoodle do. And also, listen,
0: it's like, yeah, it's yeah, like You yeah, would never ask that. somebody like why they uh, decorated their apartment in a particular. Like, why did you buy? Tell me about all your couch and your and your chair. It's like, it's just a, it's a, it's a way that you. Um, a moment in time that is like captured, and that's it, like I don't know it necessarily yeah. needs to mean much more than like, yo, I was in Paris, and we fucking decided to do something dumb and get a tattoo, and like that's what that's the meaning behind that one. I don't know, <laughs> you know that's
1: it, yeah, right. You're commemorating a life a happening. moment, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. um okay, um something that never fails to make you feel better like if you feel shit when you wake up what's the first thing I'm ready
0: like (laughs) I hate saying it out loud because it makes me feel like a douchebag but it's true as fuck um like, moving my body makes me feel better every fucking time. And to the point where... you know, Listen, I will gladly admit that there have been times when I've been, like, out partying with my friends until morning. And then, like, had to... Because I'm responsible as fuck. Will never not show up for the people that were expecting me. A hundred. So I will go and I'll... Te- I've taught class before on, like, you know, fucking two to three hours of sleep. And moving my body always makes me feel better. Yeah. It's like a – I hate saying it because it feels – like a cop-out but like it always makes it, not. It, it, al- it, it always is. makes me feel better I've never I've never left being like why would I do that
1: why would I do it that?
0: improves my mood and I'm moody so for yeah. something to be that consistent in my life is strange but it's cons- yeah. it consistently helps me how about you
1: um, I would say same but music also. That I've just to have a different answer, which I know that's also true for you. But if I'm in a bad mood, I will put my headphones on and mix for an hour and I'm back. You feel better. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. Like I don't I need or I'll put on a DJ set that I love and yeah, it just instantly instantly makes me feel better. That's
0: like actually a good segue to my next question, which is going to be like what album can you put on from start to finish that like you don't have to skip any songs?
1: Dark Side of the Moon, 100%. I've listened to that record 4 billion times in my lifetime <laughs> and every single time I listen to it it's like the first time and yeah that would be my I mean obviously there's a bunch, and we'll go into we'll have episodes where we only talk about music, yeah, so <laughs> it's it's hard to like remember that we're gonna do this weekly and right you know we don't need to squeeze everything in yeah, but okay, tell me yours because i'm I am super curious about that
0: um I mean I have a few of them. But I'll first one I'll give you the one that comes uh, first to mind, which is Love Deluxe by Sade.
1: Yes.
0: Like I can just start to finish. That was the first album I got whenever I um signed up for Columbia House music. Yeah. And they sent me 10 CDs a month or whatever the fuck it was. Um yeah, Sade, love deluxe for sure.
1: I feel like we should save the other questions for the next time. Should we? I mean, what number are we on?
0: We have like literally eight more questions to go. So that was oh,
1: okay. Let's just do seven. Em.
0: Do you want to breeze through them or do you want to save them for the next one?
1: I don't know, because I could talk about this topic that you're talking about right now for, for a, like a whole two podcast. hours. Yeah, easily. Well, maybe
0: we can break down. So, maybe we break down some of these questions like into episodes because like dude yeah i
1: think that's a great idea these
0: are like 20 episodes
1: (laughs) let's do this let's like okay yeah that's actually really true so then what you're getting is a preview of what you're gonna be getting of the next yeah of everything (laughs) okay so then let's finish the list um this one i feel like i skipped it if there was a movie about your life who would play you
0: James Woods. <laughs> James Woods is seriously like, I used to get, or or the oh guy who played, god. or the guy who played Balky Bartokomus on Perfect Stranger. <laughs> Bronson
1: Pinchot. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best thing I've ever heard. Okay, if I could split that person into two, I'd say for sure go with James Woods for the. He'll play the the look. older guy, and then he'll, he'll play he'll play the um personality Balky Will. Yes,
0: dude, I used to get Balky Bartakimos like when I was in like um middle middle school. People would be like, "You look like Balky." Now the joke is lost on so many people because most of the people I talk to were born in the nineties, but. Yeah, Balky Bartakimos. Look it up, people. Oh my God. Perfect Strangers. Uh, yeah,
1: if you don't, yeah, Perfect Strangers, great show. So good. So good. Um. Okay. Uh, what's the best live you've, live show you've ever seen? Uh, Ugh, this is like three episodes. Oh God, this is ten episodes. The best
0: live show that I ever saw. Oh man. <laughs>
1: This is so this is just like a whole episode of live shows.
0: I just so I, I've seen a lot of folks live because I just I think all live music like I, I don't think I've ever been to a show and not liked it. Um, yes, just to some degree just because live music is so fun, but I do have this one of the, one of the, the concerts that I remember the most was Oh shit! This is like really gonna put put me in a box. But I love Joanna Newsom. She's this like folk artist from Northern California. Yeah. And she's so fucking weird. She's a harp harpist, and one of my favorite shows. I went to Bennington, Vermont, to see her in a show, and we were there so early that her handlers asked us if we could help her uh, help move the harp from the truck to the stage what so i think that that and I, and I also got to sit in the front row like legit in front of her because we were there so early and we helped with the harp or whatever i i think that oh my that God. goes down as like probably one of my favorite shows my favorite live show just because shit man when you love that's... an artist and you get to move <laughs> their fucking equipment that's...
1: dude and a harp like to sit close to watch somebody play the harp that's magical
0: magic dude when two set of, when a set of hands can do two different things at the same t- uh, at the same time you're like it's I mean beyond fascinating but as a beyond. musician you already you know that but I love that wait you do you have one that you could just like spit out Uh,
1: the first one that comes to my head because it would be very hard to point I mean so to give some background I've been a musician I mean I've I've been, I was in the singing group when I was real little, like starting from age five and then like was always singing and then got into bands when I was young and like high school age. And then college age, I played in the dirty deeds and then I was in a band in New York and just like, all, we'll get into all that stuff. But, um, the, so I love all music like you said like live music is live music and it's just magical. Yeah. Um but last year I saw Robin with my friend Madison, you know Madison. Yeah. Um and it was absolute just perfection Joy. the whole thing. Yeah. Joy and perfection and she was she was living and just dancing everything and but it didn't it wasn't like all choreographed dance it was like a 16th choreographed and everything was just natural like she just moves so amazing and her voice sounded so sick but if i had to pick of all time it would be Coachella 08 um, Roger Waters did Dark side of the Moon. I know this is a theme here that we 're smelling that i 'm obsessed with Pink Floyd, yeah. but that that record to see live blew my fucking mind in
2: half yeah, yeah,
1: it was like the full realization of like what my first that was like my first real musical breakthrough when I understood that music was um m- Not that it necessarily was meant to be, I don't know, this is going to be hard to say, like of weed or mind expanders, let's say, with music and how you're not so much hearing it anymore, you're like living it. I don't yeah. know. I I love like dreamy kind of shit like oh, that, yeah. and that record is just so dreamy, and the vocals are so great, and it's perfection. But that was yeah, it's
0: so perfection. It's so funny because I the next question um, is how important is music to your life? But obviously, if you obviously if, you, if you haven't figured it out yet, we're fucking for both of us though. Music. Yeah.
1: I mean, we both are. And that's
0: so funny. My mom like never listens to music. Really? I mean, when I was growing up, my parents listened to music all the time. But like when my mom is in the car or she's at home, there's never music playing, which I'm like, where did I come from? Right. My dad is obsessed with music. um, But it's so strange to me that my mom doesn't fill her empty space with songs.
1: Sounds yeah yeah you know totally yeah
0: it's so strange to me but I don't know um wait okay so then I'm gonna skip to the next one what are you obsessed with we can
1: um my mom <laughs> you too same um okay. I I was gonna
0: go with something less serious and I was gonna say pi- oh, okay. pizza okay yeah um, I'm obsessed with
1: pizza i I'm obsessed with Mickey Mouse yes you are. Else, yeah, I love him. Um, and we can get into that at a later date. Uh, what were you really into as a kid? Um, like what was your thing? My
0: thing was that I loved the movie, um, Adventures in Babysitting, and <laughs> <laughs> I was obsessed with the little girl with the like the uh-huh. little hat with the thing, so I had yes. one of those and i
1: can't think of her name the the, the hat little, that was like the the opera singer's hat right with the bike the bike, uh, yeah helmet. it has like yeah it yeah, has yeah. like
0: two wings yeah, yeah. a hat yeah with two yeah wings.
1: oh 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 like asterix yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay she okay, had okay.
0: a backpack packed with goodies that she took on uh-huh. the adventure and so like i yes. was just fucking obsessed with that as a kid so i had one of those hats and i filled my back up my backpack up with like goodies to take with me throughout the day yes you
1: um like toss up star wars michael jackson Ooh, yeah michael um, is michael jackson
0: like tough to talk about in some ways now as like uh,
1: I, he is one person that i can separate the art from the artist
0: <laughs> yes yeah. which is like i guess the, yeah i guess is the requirement because like yeah. Because there was so much as an artist that he I mean, colored so much of the past with yeah. his songs. Yeah. But also like I man, like listening man in the I like listening to Justin Bieber and I fucking hate him, but like I like the songs, you know? Like I I get that to some degree. I mean It's a that's a sh- tough one though in some ways, you know, like
1: my first concert was the Jackson five Shit. when I was, when I was six. Oh
0: my God.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. That's and dope. that is probably my most vivid childhood memory. My mom brought me gummy bears in her purse, which was lit. And I love gummy bears. So that was dope. And then I, when we got in the car, like a little nap, cause it was at Dodger stadium and we drove up there and I didn't wake up until we were like inside. So they must've carried me in there. Um, And I woke up in the seat when they were starting and my mom was like, here, have some gummy bears, like little sugar, charge me up. And I was like, didn't quite grasp perspective. Cause I was like asking my mom if Michael Jackson was really that small. Cause we were pretty far away.
0: (laughs) Is he really that little?
1: (laughs) And then in the parking lot, on the way to the car, we bought like this little basically tin necklace with like a, like a a bubbled sort of protected sticker of Michael Jackson's face when he had like the the kind of Jerry curl with the curl down his down his forehead and a and a yellow V neck sweater on when he was like hella preppy like white sock brown loafer Michael. Oh yeah. But he was going into like where where he would be going into to bad next. Um. But bought that like that kind of. Parking lot crap merch, and it broke before we got to the car. <laughs> Stop. And then I kept it in my Hello Kitty jewelry box <gasps> until I was probably seventeen. <laughs> and I wish I still had it. <laughs> oh. oh my god,
0: dude! I mean, seriously, if you had put together this will be a... this is another question for the next episode. But if we had put together a time capsule when we were like sixteen, like what would we be yes. opening up? today.
1: Please write that down so we don't forget because that, that is a great That's topic.
0: fascinating. Okay, what's yeah, the next and, show? Oh, wait, the next question is... Um, oh! What do you...
1: This we can just say but we'll just do one because this could definitely be a whole episode of like recommendations but your favorite shows to binge watch.
0: The show that makes me the happiest and... Will and Grace. Is Will and Grace.
1: Hey, I knew it. I
0: watch it 24 hours a day. I just love it so much. Like, if I'm ever struggling, that's what I put on. It makes me happy.
1: Do you know what mine is?
0: RuPaul's Drag Race?
1: Yeah, probably that or The Office.
0: Oh, you you love The, I you love love the, the office. office.
1: I love The Office, yeah.
0: I've never gotten into it, um, but I think I need to.
1: It's so worth it because, what like, the first time through – it's just like i've seen that show all the way through like quite a few times and you just love it more and more every time cuz it's, it's like will and grace it's like great comedy writing you if know if you can
0: laugh at our show after watching the episode 28 times that, that 100% you know it was done well Yes, it resonates
1: um your favorite curse word
0: i love fuck yes me too fuck it's just the
1: best. and i like to say it through gritted teeth
0: Okay, so I think I like this delivery the best. Hold on.
1: <laughs> okay, give it to me.
0: Fuck you. Ooh,
1: I like, like that. An, wah, like
0: an exaggerated like
1: fuck yeah.
0: you, yeah. like just like a real yeah. long, like, like sing songy version.
1: Like if you were playing a trumpet, it'd be going wah, wah. Yeah, fuck
0: you. Yeah. Also, yeah. like you gotta like throw up the finger with like your, uh pointer finger like halfway down,
1: halfway, and your thumb yeah. out. Yeah fuck
0: yeah. you. <laughs> Do we have to put like an explicit lyrics symbol on this episode?
1: Probably, but it doesn't matter. Like I I Do you like the word fuck also? I love it. Yes. I um I love asshole. I think that's very funny. Yeah. Um I love horse shit. Oh, horse shit's good. Yeah. That's horse shit. Yeah. Yeah, cuz you have to kind of like wrap your mouth around shit like that's horse shit you know yeah. yeah um okay what movie okay well you already answered, <laughs>
0: answered the first question
1: <laughs> what movie can you quote from beginning to end yours is obviously Terminator two hello yeah. edward Furlong long realness yeah. um a minor pro- i have i mean i have a lot but we all do what's your favorite one um clueless oh
0: that's good
1: yeah i love love clueless (laughs) what happened to that
0: guy that was in clueless the the gay one
1: i don't know but he was so cute yeah i wonder what
0: happened to him i have to look him up
1: yeah look him up i'm sure he was in like something on hbo
0: um okay last question is like close your eyes and think of something that makes you smile or laugh And what is it (laughs)
1: Ooh, there's so many things. It just depends on what day.
0: Seriously, today. <laughs> close, what are what today?
1: Okay, okay, okay. So, so when we would go to Walter Foods to eat in Fort Greene, right? Yeah. And the specific time we sat outside, and um, we went to the bodega to get cum, and <laughs> 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 and we're sitting on the bench. And, yeah, you know, I took this video of you, like, taking the gum and going, I was like, Dino, what is that? Yeah, it's strawberry gum. It's, it's my favorite. my favorite.
0: <laughs> Yo, can I be honest? Like, if that <laughs> gum, it's so good it's so that good. when you chew it after, like, two or three or four bites, you almost yeah. want to swallow it because it tastes yeah. so good.
1: Yeah, yeah. You want to eat? You want it. to eat it? I like I like getting big league chew and putting all of it in my mouth. And then I used to do this to make my sister laugh. I'd put it all in my mouth and then just start talking and letting all like this spit just drip out of my mouth.
0: <laughs> Your Oh my god.
1: <laughs> Oh,
0: uh, I mean, yeah, that this is... strawberry gum is top of my list. But if I were to close my eyes today <laughs> and ask what it is that would make me happy, it would be this six pound bag of gummy bears
2: yes. that I've been
0: eating throughout this episode. Sorry if you can hear me chilling. Um, I love candy so much. And um, at the beginning of this fucking quarantine... My friend Emily and Sarah Gordon sent me a six-pound bag of gummy bears, and in th- three months, and I'm almost finally done with them.
1: Oh my god, that those look so good. The only thing that would be better is if you were inside the bag, mm. like eating your way out. And
0: what's nice is they're in the. Ref- I keep them in the refrigerator, so they're cold.
1: Ooh, so they're chilly. Yeah. Oh, that's delicious. Yeah. Um. Okay, one last question. Yeah. Who's Armando? Well, that's, a fu-
0: <laughs> that's funny that you ask. I you want to you know the story behind my real name real quick? But actually, yeah. Well, my fucking family has this dumb tradition of... I'm sorry if any of my family is listening to this, but my <laughs> I, my family has this really dumb tradition of fucking sharing names. And my grandfather's name was Armando. Um, and my grandfather had four sons, and all four sons named a son Armando. Wow. Um, I'm sorry. Three of them had boys. One of them only had girls, so he he didn't name his any of his sons Armando because he didn't have any. But it wasn't
1: Armando. No. The,
0: the okay. other three um, all have sons named Armando, but it's typically the firstborn, and my brother was born on if you're if you know anything about italian culture he was born on a saint a saint's day saint rosario
1: okay
0: so even though he was the firstborn son he was supposed to be named armando out of tradition my mom went against tradition and named him rosario after the saint that he was born on and my grandmother didn't talk to my mom for like three months afterwards because he was supposed to be Armando. So my my mom hated, (laughs) my mom hated the name, but felt out of obligation that she needed to name me Armando. So when I was born, my mom named me Armando, but (laughs) (laughs) despite everybody, I just think because she hated the name so much, she nicknamed me Dino because when you're Armando, and you're a little boy. The diminutive is Armandino, uh-huh. and so from Armandino, I became Dino, and I've only uh-huh. ever, ever, ever used Dino and, and didn't even know how to spell Armando correctly until I was 14.
1: Oh my god, that's so cute!
0: That's the story behind. I... Our, that's the story behind Armando.
1: And then I'll tell you the story of why I ask, um, because. When Ben and I got married, we got married (laughs) in the desert (laughs) after Coachella, after we had gone to Coachella, me, Dino, Jeremiah, and our friend Jaleel. And so they all came to be our witnesses when we got married. And so they're all signing the paper, like witness, witness, witness. And Jaleel comes up to the paper to sign it last and looks down and goes, who's Armando? (laughs) (laughs) your your, and we just your best friend (laughs) right me it's me Me. it's me yeah and we all just started laughing but also like
0: i i never ever ever use it and but like i i have to sign legal documents with that name i'm like sure it doesn't feel like me at all At, at 40 years old like i've only ever used it to sign paperwork it's fucking weird
1: so that's why your signature, instead of being an actual name, is just like a a tracing of your hand, <laughs> like. <laughs> but
0: also, like you get it, your first name isn't Shane.
1: Uh uh Yeah, I do get it. I got that nickname uh, from my soccer coach. Like I don't know, I was probably in third or fourth Did grade. Did everyone maybe? call you
0: Shannon before that?
1: Yeah, or Shanny, which I, ugh, only my mom, mom can really call yeah. me that. Or like some some Disneyland friends have permission. Because I wasn't allowed to go by Shane because it's not like a legal shortening of my name. Which I don't really know what a legal shortening is. But, like, there was this guy, Jim, who couldn't go by Jimbo. But that's what everybody called him. But it, like, he had to have James on his name tag. Just, I don't know. It was real formal in those days. Yeah. So, like, my friend Betsy calls me. Well, she calls me Pig. But we call each other Pig. But um, in a cute way. Uh, she calls me Shani or Shannon, but I respond to a very few people when they call me. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah. Um, I think Benny calls you Shannon sometimes.
1: Sometimes, but he doesn't really ever call me my name. He always just calls me some pet name. Like he calls me, I don't know all kinds of different shit, but, um, when he was introducing me, he introduced me as Shannon, but I don't like that because I don't, you kind of have to like have permission to call me that. Um, and, and, but he didn't like Shane cause it reminded him of a Australian cricketer, like shine, <laughs> shine, shine. So whenever he like, he's always like shine, shine up to bat shine. Yeah. Oh, here he comes. What's the cricketer's name? Bowling shine. <laughs> Bowling shine. Yeah. So that's why he wouldn't. Use it, but now all of his friends call me Shane. Shane and yeah. They call me they call me Shaz. Shaz. So you know English people, they just yeah. give you some sort of sound, and you're like, great. Yeah. I'll you're like, well I'll take it. Is. If you like
0: me, then I'll awesome, take it. And sign great. me up. Yeah, sounds great. good.
1: Call me whatever. Call me whatever want. you want. Okay. Well, well, should we? Um, that was should amazing. We finally, be
0: done with this six hour. Yeah, long let's ep- wrap up the six hour episode. <laughs> Maybe, maybe we cut it into two or something. Maybe it's like maybe maybe. we wet your whistle and then give you more when you're just like thirsty for it. We like cut you off.
1: (laughs) We'll decide when we're um editing, but I guess um, if you have further questions that you want us to discuss, you can DM us uh, at Clubhouse Pod. Clubhouse is spelled club and then H-U-I-S. We also have email, um, clubhousepod at gmail.com. So if you want to write us,
0: Set. do it. Send us an email. Right
1: left. Send us an email or a DM. Or a
0: DM. We'll, we'll yeah. post that photo of us um, with our animals in our With our mouths open so that everyone can laugh at us for sure.
1: So you can make it your new screen.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What a great idea.
1: Well, that was so Uh, fun, Shane. Yay. Podcast episode number one. Woo, in the the can. can. Welcome to the clubhouse. Welcome to the
0: clubhouse, everybody.
1: All right, bye.
0: See you later.